What's up everybody, let's spin a little yarn. Uh, I'm on my way home, as usual, uh, working on this audio quality, as usual, and I wanna talk about mental toughness. And it's something that, in one of my primary uh, sources of leadership development for myself, uh, which I've mentioned before, it's called Jocko Podcast. Uh, it's another podcast which I highly recommend checking out. It's a retired SEAL commander that wrote an extremely amazing book called Extreme Ownership. Use that word twice in one sentence. Sorry about that. And uh, it's a really great book. I, I, it's a book I give out to people because it, it it captures so much of what my message is, what I believe in, what works for me. And I got a lot out of the book uh, when I read it, it, and then from the podcast, which a lot of it's basically the foundational principles this guy has on leadership. And uh, so he talks about them a lot in his podcast at length when he answers questions and when he. Uh, reviews books and just goes through all the stuff he goes through and so um so one of the things that i use as as my primary mode of of leadership development for myself is this podcast and his, and his materials right and uh he talks a lot about mental toughness and especially in one of his more recent episodes and i don't know why previously it didn't strike me but when I listened to the episode recently where he talked about mental toughness, it kind of came upside my head because simultaneously I was going through things at work where uh, we're in a pretty tough spot right now. Climate-wise, there's, there's a lot going on with just um, standards issues and some professionalism issues that the command's working through that we've encountered a lot of problems. Anybody that deals with uh, tag outs and work controls and, and executing procedures and stuff like that when you have a procedural issue uh, where something doesn't happen the way that it's supposed to on board a ship you can deal with critiques you can deal with uh, people get disqualified watches and have to do upgrades there can even be non-judicial punishment involved and so on and then you can get outside entities coming down and monitoring your daily routine and stuff like that so we're kind of in a place where we're approaching some uh, painful corrective measures from outside entities on board the ship. That's kind of where we are at climate-wise. And so for me, what was kind of grinding on me was uh, I function as a department chief on board the ship, right? And my day kind of is one long meet, broken up meeting where I, uh, I find myself not being able to get to a lot of the things I need to do in my other role as a divisional chief, because I'm both, because uh, I'm board submarines, we wear two hats a lot of times in those roles. So uh, I don't get to my divisional stuff until the end of the workday. So like 16, 1700, and the three, four hours I gotta spend on that keeps me at work pretty late. And uh, I even find myself having some conversations where I'm trying to interject myself in the processes as a department chief to help out uh, our senior enlisted person uh, in his role because of, because of the climate issues that we're having, right? So I, I, I'm doing a lot, juggling a lot of flame chainsaws and it's grinding on me, it's affecting me. And, and there were a lot of times based on some of the issues that I was running into also on a two crew submarine where we had just relieved. And as I've spoken about previously, my counterpart, um, low level of knowledge, not a lot of experience, and based on the way the turnover happens, I inherited a lot of his issues that I now have to fix. So there's just a lot. It was like a perfect storm where I was getting the crap kicked out of me, as I'm sure many of you have experienced. And uh, 
it was it was beating me up and, and so why I kind of gone through this diatribe of, of just trying to paint the picture of what's going on in my world is because of how it affected my mental state so you can as confusing as that explanation was is what my mental state looked like I was what a senior chief buddy of mine recently described as controlled drowning in what was going on in my professional universe um you know I was barely treading water I was you know getting things done while not letting the standards line slip but it was just almost at a state where I needed another of me I needed to clone myself to get these things done and I also noticed and so did my department head and a few other people which that combined with this podcast kind of put a mirror in front of me and kind of kind of checked me a little bit on this was that I'm not mentally tough and I and I say that as that realization that I had was I'm not mentally tough I I, I thought I was and I and I think had I asked someone previously some of my peers or some other people I think they would have said yes for the most part except for those people that I mentioned that kind of noticed me doing these things and reacting in the way that I was negatively and they would have probably told me that I was allowing some things to, to beat me up and I was and and so that all these things that were going on I was I was letting it affect my attitude negatively I was letting it grind on me I was letting it frustrate me and then those things and and to a certain extent that's okay but I was also allowing it to uh, to show I was I was allowing it to show I was allowing it to affect my interactions with some people in my division and my department and on the ship when I was trying to do the things that I was tasked with or that I needed to do to get my job done and I was also letting it it was affecting my output also just because my my attitude was negative and my mental state was negative and and disorganized and and stressed and so I was it was affecting my mental focus and mental clarity it was affecting my the speed and quality with which I was getting work done even though I wasn't backing off the standard I wasn't I wasn't compromising that or, or not doing things or cutting corners or, or you know shutting it down early and going home or anything like that but I wasn't getting as much done as fast as I could have done it I, I wasn't accomplishing the tasks to meet those high standards as well as I could have and those were the things that based on what was going on I was allowing those things to affect me and one of the things talked about in this podcast that struck a chord with me so much and it seems extremely simple and obvious as a lot of these things do when we come to these realizations was um, that no matter what's going on no matter what's happening and no matter how bad it gets and, and it, when I say bad I mentioned like these outside entities coming in and taking control of your destiny and telling you what to do and they might even be telling you you're all effed up and you're bad at your job and you're not a good chief or you're not a good supervisor right all those things could be happening your whole world could be spinning but nobody gets to tell you what 
attitude you're gonna you're gonna approach a task with. Nobody gets to make that choice for you. No one can tell you the mental state you're gonna be in or the attitude that you're going to approach whatever it, task is at hand with. No one gets to dictate for that for you except you, and it's a choice. Every day it's a choice, and that was something that it seems like to the mentally weak person, which in this area was me. It doesn't seem like a choice. It seems like all these exterior forces are bearing down on you and, and it's not a choice. You're frustrated and you're stressed and you let that stuff kind of overcome you. And I noticed over the last week as I consciously focused on making the choice every day that I wasn't going, no matter what happened, I was not going to let this affect my positive attitude. I was not going to let this spill through in my interactions with anybody that I work for or that works for me. And I'm not gonna let it affect my execution of my job as a senior leader in this command. My God, like the difference was just so dramatic and so drastic for just for me and my stress level, just for, you know, again, the, the, my output in, in all my roles. And, and I'm still controlled drowning, right? Like my to-do list didn't get shorter. I didn't get less responsibility as a result. I'm just dealing with it better. Um, and, and I was lucky enough too to that same senior chief friend of mine that described the controlled drowning. I watch him on a daily basis approach every single task with the most positive attitude on the ship. He is just a bottomless pit of enthusiasm and positivity. And those interactions are infectious, they're contagious. Um, it, it worked for me, you see the people he interacts with and, and it, you see it rub off, but I, I can see from my perspective and, and my interactions with him, that he's in the same place I am. He's just as overtasked, stressed, and, and just bamboozled as, as I am and as every other department chief on the submarine is and, and with everything that's going on, but he's able to project this sense of command and calm and, you know, just control on other people that he has this command of what's going on and that he's in control and that everything's okay <laughs> drowning though he may be no one knows that except me and him and the people in that chief's quarter so mental strength being the focus I, I really encourage you to take a strong look at that because I looked at it I would have told you a week ago or two weeks ago that I was I had mental strength and that I was a mentally strong person and in areas I think that I was, I'm extremely bullheaded and I, you know, on all the things that I passionately speak about on this podcast, I think I'm, I'm mentally strong in a lot of those areas, but I definitely found a big gaping hole in an area that I, I was mentally weak when I got to the point where I was, I was stretched so thin that it was it was stressing me out and that takes a lot like people will tell you I'm a workaholic and I am <laughs> um, and I got to control myself and check myself there because if I don't I get to where I was and, and I get to the place that I was in where I was starting to fall apart a little bit I was starting to fray and it affected a lot of things negatively so 
in that area, I was mentally weak, for sure. And it was affecting a lot of things. It affected me a little bit in my personal life where my fiance had a moment where it was, you know, you're stressed out all the time and I don't know what to do and I don't know how to fix it. And, and, and you know, I was bringing it home a little bit too. So look at it, look at it hard. Spend some time exploring that concept. I highly encourage you again to check out the Jocko podcast. Um, what he was relating that to a lot of times was a prisoner of war experience in Vietnam or uh, recently he just did a, a podcast on a book from a Holocaust survivor. And those stories will, will paint that picture for you of the, the mental strength that a human being can have and the mental strength that you have that you may not know you have. And that if you're not a mentally strong person, you're not a mentally tough person, uh, you you can be, you just need to focus on it and exercise it like a muscle, like anything. It's a practiced thing. Uh, and it's something that you can practice, you can get much better at. If you're willing to stand in front of that mirror, identify that weakness, and then start consciously addressing it. And I'll tell you what, it's worth it. Because in the last week, as I mentioned previously, my stress levels have plummeted. I've gotten a way better command of what's going on. And, you know, as Jacko Willink would say, I, I prioritize, I execute, and, and I'm doing a lot better with mission accomplishment as a result. In every role and in every hat I wear to the point where I've even been able to help out my senior enlisted better and, and my department had better. I've been able to help mentor some junior officers this week, which I'm going to talk about in the very next topic I get the opportunity to do uh, for Spin the Yarn. And, and then and on and on it goes. I've gotten to have some con productive conversations with my commanding officer regarding the command climate and professionalism and formality issues and standards issues that we're having at the command. And I think I contributed a little bit to, to him clarifying his thought process on the way ahead. So all those things ha only happened because I took the time to explore my mental toughness, identify and accept that I had those weaknesses and start attacking them. And that's how, that's how every, every leader gets better. And I encourage you to do the same. Uh, that's all I got for this time. I'm glad I, I got another one out. This was probably a little long, but, uh, and, and based on my schedule and what's going on right now, I, if I do a regular episode soon, it's probably going to be off the top of my head. Uh, in, in a format like this and I'll it, it on my way home from work because I, I don't know when I will have time to do the research and sit down and, and pound out an actual outline uh, until I deploy. So uh, stay with me. I'm probably going to be doing some guerrilla podcasting, but I will get content out. Content out I promise you that. Uh, thanks for staying with us. Thanks for listening and don't give up the ship. <laughs>